Okay. All right, so we made it to piece Zion. We made it to Zion. So we got through Vav, made it to Zion. So um, the, the last thing he was talking about, was he, was, he hinted to this, and again, he's going it, to, it's much more of an arifus than the actual Sefer, but he, but he just mentioned this idea that in the path of B'Ditz Hashem, there's sort of two basic stages. I mean, the first basic stage is just keeping Torah mitzvahs, and that's called Nefesh and Ruach. Just, just to, you know, usually Nefesh and Ruach is associated as the part of the soul that keeps you alive. And so spiritually speaking, just to be alive, Pashtun, is to keep Torah mitzvahs. So nothing, nothing too crazy, just Shmir mitzvahs. That's Nefesh and Ruach. <clears throat> and then, but in terms of Avodah Hashem and going beyond that, so the two basic madrigas, and this is the, this, the third higher one, but that he talks about much later. The two basic madrigas is, is called neshama and chaya. Neshama means, neshama is, is always related, associated with fire, which is like from below to above, ascending a cheshek, a taiva, a desire of a, of a gaguim, of wanting to separate from the world and to go to a higher place. Mesir's nefesh, that's, uh, that's uh, associated with the color red. So we go with that. That's, that's the meaning uh, of, of neshama. And, and what the Kamarna said is that, and he talks about this later, is that from that path of this Hashem called neshama, it's gavadah, it's holy, but din and misarmina, there's negativities that can come from that. And the negativity that comes from that is gaiva, is gaiva, and a sense of distance from other yidin, which is uh, sort of a necessary evil in that madrig of neshama. You have no choice but to go through it, but that's part of the deal. But the higher madrig is called chaya, which is more associated with water, more associated with chesed and softness, and, and just like fire goes from above to below, water goes from above, from, uh, I'm sorry, fire goes below to above, right? It goes up. Water goes from above to below. It goes down. So this way of chaya is more of, a, more of a, a, an understanding and a, and a spiritual maturity to recognize that the Rabbanu Shalom wants Avadis Hashem down here. He doesn't want Malachim. He wants human beings to serve Him down here to be involved in this world in a humble way and to be connected with other Yidin and to find their Rabbanu Shalom here. And that takes a certain, it's a certain consciousness, a certain, like, we could, all, we could say the words, but to really, like, you know, to have that spiritual maturity, that's called being Zaychet Chaya. So now he, the, he interprets the Gemara in Gidin, not his interpretation, it's based on a Talmud Yaakov Yosef, uh, sort of following this story. So I mentioned this last time, so yesterday, that it's uh, nice with Rish Lakish. Right, that he allows himself, or he gets captured, whatever, by these ludai, right, these uh, cannibals, and uh, he makes a deal with them that before they, uh, before they kill him, basically, he's going to have the last request. His last request is to give everyone a, a, a maka v'chatzi, a blow and a half, right, with his sack, whatever. And so the mice is that he gives one blow and they're all dead, and one guy's like, you know, you know, uh, you know, haze by whatever it is, and he's in and out, and he's smiling a little bit. And in Rosh what are you laughing? I, you still, all of you still owe me another, another half a mark. That's the Gemara get. So he says like this. So peace This is similar. This mahalach what we talked about with the Sham and Chaya. So that's related to a Maimer from the Valshamtiv quoted in the Sack of Yosef in Parshas Bahar. Amamaram on the Gemara over there in Gidden. And Menzayin Vidal, Rishlakish Zavin Nafshe Luludoy, that Rishlakish allowed himself to be sold to these Ludoy, Doenyan. So it sounds like this. The Ace Shiyatsam and Alistim, we know this is a, a Peldic thing. Everyone knows Rishlakish started off as a bandit, he was Baal Shuva. But that's usually where the story ends. Like he became Baal Shuva, and that's it. Happily ever after, he's now outside the rest of his life. So he says, The Ace Shiyatsam and Alistim, when Rishlakish made that turn, 
and he became, you know, he decided to do tshuva, and he left that world of listing. For my old Torah the precious kedusha, to accept upon himself a life of Torah and avoda and precious and so on. Zovin nafshi Dafka at those moments, and he says, Rishlokish, this is his experience. When those moments when you're really makabal on yourself to be better, and Dafka when things are going well, that's when you get sold to Ludoi. Ludoi over here, Kisavu, Kita Saklipas, with those old inyanim, those old inyanim that you know you thought you got past, they Dafka wake up and they come back to overtake you. Lafatais, to seduce Rishlokish or anyone Rishlokish dick, Shiyazav Darka Viktusha. That he should leave his path of kedusha, as we find in the Zara Kaddish, that dafka when a person takes upon himself the yoke of avodas Hashem, and in the and and for a moment or or, or temporarily it feels like he's free from those uh, old demons, they they end up coming back in a very very strong way. So the Zara that you don't have this in front of you, but they but uh, he quotes in the bottom. The Zara Kaddish he's referring to is like this. It says in pasuk, it's in Parsha Yishev. That um, that uh, that Yosef Tzadik goes in right. Eishav Otifer is tempting in the whole time. He keeps on refusing, but then he goes in lasis malachtai right to go do his work. So it's one of the Gemara. It's machlekes what that means. What that means lasis malachtai. So the Zara says like this again. You don't have this in front of you. Vahi kayoim hazes. That's how the pasuk begins. It was that day. So it says the Zara yoyim the Yitzar Rashal Tavalmu. It was that day where the Yitzar is going to be very very strong. And it comes to seduce a person. <coughs> so when is that day? When's like the, the bad day when the Yitzhar really takes you? It's the day when you decide to be Baal Shuvah. That's the day. That's the day that the Yitzhar comes. Mm-hmm. And then that day, it comes to seduce a person. And the Zara Taichis, so Yosef Asadi goes into the house to do his malacha. What's his malacha? L'shtad l'baraisa, l'mevah b'kudadei araisa. It means to learn Torah, do mitzvahs. That's Yosef's malacha. D'yim malachta, d'var nash b'yalma. That's everyone's malacha in this world, really. V'kiv and David, d'var nash b'yalma, v'avid to the kuchavrichu. And since the work of a person in this world is Hashem's work, malacha shemayim, Torah mitzvahs, b'y leil l'barnash, l'mevah v'takifah k'ay b'kosei tshoi. So a person has to go in, strengthen, you know, with passion and desire to go to do those uh, those Begin, but you should know that after that day, that's when Eishas Vatifer is going to be the strongest. And, and we know that according to Chazal, Yosef Tzadik was always was almost nichshol, and that after that day. So that's what the that's what the so going back to the Baal Shem, so that's what's going on with Rish Lakish. That Davka, when he again he's whether this story physically happened now, he's now interpreting it at a different level. Might maybe never physically happened, but so Rish Lakish zovin nafshel falls back. He's he, all the old Yitzharas Chapim. Chapim. That's why why is it called Ludai? Why are all the Yitzharas called Ludai? So he quotes in the bottom of the year from another sefer from the Kamarna called Neitzir Chesed on Pirkyavis. So over there uh, he quotes this Maimer from Valshem and he explains a little bit more that the reason why all the Tivis of this world and all the you know old baggage are called cannibals. He, he says because everything he, I'll share with you the words, Kibamis Again, you don't have this in front of you. Givemus bekol taivus oylam in everything of this world and all the types of this world. There are sparks of your own neshama. So the commander says, why is it that we're tempted to do certain things? Why, 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 why would a why would a, a neshama that's that's enlivening a goof? Why would a person? Why would a yid be be drawn to low things? The answer is because somehow, in some way, there's a spark of you in that thing, and our job is to rescue ourselves. 
and to redeem these sparks. How do you redeem those sparks? So if it's something kosher, you redeem it by eating it with a bracha. If it's something not kosher, you redeem it by not eating it, right? By wanting to and not. So you always have to, but it's all about redeeming yourself. And so, so therefore, all of the eight stars of this world are, are called cannibals because they really have a part of, they're consuming, they're, they've, they've ingested a part of you, and that's the God, that's that's good for why you're why you're drawn to that place because there's a part of you that it feels so comfortable there because there's a part of you that that taka is there. So and he goes on on top just to continue on. And, and Rishlakish finds himself thrown back into the tivus of the world and and not good thoughts. Now, when a tzaddik sees this, so Rishlakish. <coughs> is Mechazik himself, like Yeshua Tzadik. He doesn't allow himself. He recognizes that there's nothing to be ashamed about in terms of being tempted by these old Yanam and being thrown back into that place. That's not your fault. You were captured by cannibals. That's, not, that's the way it is. That's not a, a tain against the person. But he's Mechazik himself that he's not going to allow himself to be eaten. He's not going to allow himself to be consumed. So what does the Tzadik do? So Mechabal Kedusha Yaseira, so he's Mechabal on himself even more Kedusha. Again, the Bechin of Neshama, right? That first Madrega of fire, <coughs> separate from the world, precious uh, and so on. And through this, who namus Vahargis Aklipas, he goes and he kills and he destroys all these Klipas. And that's the first blow that Rishlakish gives to these, uh, to the Ludoi. The first blow represents the way of destroying the Yitzhara, the way of, of disconnecting yourself from these old Inyanim that a person has. And that's through in more intense fire, more intense. Kedusha and Mesir's Nefesh and, and Precious and, uh, and Aliyah going up, going up. Just a, a little bit, uh, this is just fascinating. Again, I mentioned last time that he's, a, lot, a lot of times he's very autobiographical. So, so there's a piece over here that they bring down from one of his sermons called Megillah Starm. Megillah Starm was an autobiography that he wrote. So listen to what he says. I, 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 no one should get any Klisha's Das from this because like, he's not the benchmark in terms of uh, like how our Wednesday should go, like we should be like the Kamara, you know what I'm saying? But like, it, but, you know, to hear that tzaddikim, he was a, a yachid amongst the tzaddikim. But listen to what he says. Uh, this is uh, this is what he's writing regarding when he he was around 14 years old. So near Tufkuf Pei. So he says like this. So he says when I was about 14, it passed upon me at Tukufa. There was a I was being attacked very much by the Samach Mem, and I, and I didn't watch my eyes. I mean, what, was, what could you see already in Kamarni in 1850, whatever, but uh, so he didn't watch his eyes. And at that moment, it became clear to me there's two paths in life, and I have to make that choice. And the good part of me was awakened, so and I went to Shul immediately, a certain day just by myself, and I cried very much. forgive me. until I passed out. And uh, and uh, so, you know when a kid, if, if anyone you know, a fourteen-year-old kid does this, so it's like apparently they get nervous, like there's something. Well, maybe it's a gemara, you know, it could be, you know, such a thing. So the and when I passed out in, in my dream, it called to me. But the pasuk in Yeshai, Vashalim Nechum and Lai, I will give, I will give comfort to him. That's what the pasuk called that. You should know even from the Kamara, from the time he was a little kid, 
he, you know, mamish a little little kid, he would he would be able to look at a person, tell you about yourself, and people would give him people would give him coins to like tell them about like what business still to do when he was like five or six years old. And so his uncle Reshel the Chover, who eventually, like I said, became his rebbe. So he the, the Reshel took away those kaiches, and he said, "You're not you're not old enough to handle this right now, and I'll give it back to you when you're when you're ready." So when he got older, he got those kaiches back. We're talking about you know obviously a big person. And he says from there until until today, which is a total of 25 years, he says such a thing. I didn't I, I was I didn't see anything obviously except for his wife and family. And I have that it doesn't even happen coincidentally. So this is his you know everyone has their uridas yeah. So his uridas when he was 14 for a second he saw who knows. Uh, a lady that was probably covered from head to toe walking down the street, who knows. So that's, uh, that's what he saw when he was 14. He does say a little bit later on, it's just another interesting paragraph. Again, not to give us chalishas adas, but you know, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone has a different avayda in the world. So he says like this, um, when he was about 17 years old, <coughs> he says that, uh, here, he, he, he talks about how when he was, he was, uh, he was learning, he was davening, and so on, but he had a, he describes it as like a, a very strong darkness, that he just didn't feel anything. <coughs> Mamish didn't feel anything. And so he says that, despite all that, he would still push himself to, to, to learn. He says, mm-hmm. He says, when I was about 17, it was, all, it was a hard kufa, but specifically three months, it was very, I had a very strong katnus, very small, very small mind. That I should stop learning and so on. But I strengthen myself like a rock, and I would keep on going. And then he says, then he says, uh, certainly there was one particular day that I was in the middle of the day. He was learning Yavamis. And he says, Why was I learning Yavamis? In order to sanctify Hashem's name, to give cover to the Shechina. That's why I was learning Yavamis. So nafa light or gadol automatically a huge light descended upon me. Ben esmalik kalabayis ayra the whole house became full of light. Vashras hashchina. Vezeli apam erishin shete amti maat mi ayris baruch bamis. That was the first time I really tasted the light of Hashem. And he goes on. Bli tayis v'irvov betanug niflin so on. Umishon ve'elach from that moment on nichnasti v'avodas yaitzer breishes. I really took upon myself with this Hashem. Okay, so. I just thought it's interesting to uh, to hear that. But uh, going back to the story of Shlakish, everyone has, you know, again, it's Dafka, those moments when you take it upon yourself, everyone goes through darkness. Whatever the darkness is, everyone goes through that. And so the Mahalach is, as he says, the first blow of uh, a couple of minutes, the first blow is to is to give a clap to, to all those taivists through precious and mysterious nefesh and, and so on. And he goes on, he says like this again, back, continuing on, for Abedu Moshe Kardavero, so there's a Maisa, it's, it's in the Shem Hagdailam, by the Chidah, he brings this down. The Ramesha Kardavero also went through this, one of the great Tzadikim. So he, uh, before the Rizal, so he also says, he also wrote about himself that he went through after really what he thought was committing himself to Havad Hashem, all of a sudden, old and Yanim come up, and Layoch Elizbal, and he wasn't able to tolerate it. That was a different Malach. So he used Shemus Akdashim to destroy those Yetzars. Okay? So if you know those tricks, you can do that. If you don't know the Shemus Akdashim to do that, then it takes mysterious Nefesh and Avaida. 
he also went through his own Kedusha and uh, Messir's Nefesh, but that was his Eitzah. Anyway, now, after the Rish Lakish, Tzadik pushes in Messir's Nefesh and, and gives that Maka to all the, uh, all the eight Saharas, so now he goes back into now he now he's now he's uh, in that light. Now he's illuminated and there's simcha and it's kavaldik. It doesn't mean that this is it. It doesn't mean that he doesn't fall back into smallness anymore. But there is such a thing where a person gives that maka to the yitzhara, and you finally do overcome those inyanim. And even when you have you read this, it's not going to be to the same extent as before. There is that, a person couldn't have that like moment that of crossing over, of like, okay, I'm done. You know, it doesn't mean that there's never you read this anymore. But to that degree, there's no, there's no more in Yonah. So what is that last final half of Maka? That's going to be the question. That's going to be the question. But he says like this, just to, just to start off that discussion. Now, when a person now is in a place of Kedusha, and now you're Zaychata light and Madregis, now you have a new, more subtle Yetzahara, a more subtle Yetzahara, which is what? And it says to you, look at you, look at that guy next to you, he's not such a Tzadik. Gaiva, Yeshus and Gaiva, you see how the, how the, the, the Gaiva comes from his Madregis, right? From the Shama, from that initial Madregis, it comes from that place. And so, Kam Madregis Kedoshis Isak, to look at all the Madregis of Kedusha you have. Kam Ha'oyris Behiris Isak, to look at all the light that you have. Vizel Av Shaharagai Samad Moves. So it means that there's two different Madregis to the Yetzirah. There's the real evil, and that you kill. But then there's the more subtle evil, which emerges out of something which is not inherently bad. The ego is not a bad thing. He's going to talk about this. A person has to have some level of, of, of self-confidence and self-awareness. And, and a sense of self. That's Galal de Gazach. So that Yitzhara, though, you don't use a full blow against. Because you can't, you, you don't want to get rid of your identity. Half a maka. Half a maka. Half a maka. Half a maka means that to, to, to allow yourself to have an, a Yeshas, to have a sense of self, but to make sure that that sense of self doesn't descend into real Gaiva, that's the half a blow that Rish Lakish that, uh, was struggling with, really. To, uh, to give those uh, last wudoi. Uh, so again, Bez Hashem, tomorrow we'll talk about this, but this is already ascending to the next madrega of getting to Chai, which is Avodah Hashem, without that gaiva element, without that, without that last aspect of, uh, of negativity that comes from the mysterious nefesh itself. Okay, so Bez Hashem, tomorrow we'll, we'll see more about the, the rest of the story. Okay, Shkayach.